Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's webinar. Thank you so much for joining. So we'll be getting started here in a moment. So I would just ask you to um, ask questions in the chat, and I'll be answering them here. If you're watching this video as a recording, uh, please, uh, you can feel free to ask questions in the comments, and we tend to get back to those in about a day or sooner. Um, but yeah, let's get started. Today's session, we're going to be going over how to invest solo 401k funds in cryptocurrency or Bitcoin other, or other types of cryptocurrency. So this is a really uh, continues to be a hot topic. And so hopefully you'll find this presentation helpful. Um, but yeah, let's get started. And again, uh, please, uh, please subscribe if you don't um, already. So you get notifications of our weekly webinars. Please like this video. So yeah, let's connect and um, continue to share some good information. So first off, let's talk about where we're going. So we're going to go over again how to invest solo 401k funds in cryptocurrency. So first off, we'll talk, start with the basics. What is cryptocurrency? Uh, taxation considerations. So how the mechanics of how to invest or buy solo 401k funds, we've even included an, an example here of with some screenshots about opening up an account at Gemini. So stay tuned for the end of the presentation for that. We'll go over some practical tips and how to get more information about your situation. So um, let's dive into it. So cryptocurrency, in terms of what it is, if you look at IRS Revenue Ruling 2019-24, revenue ruling, uh, they talk about how it's essentially virtual currency. So um, it's not taxed as a currency, but that's uh, the way that they describe it in the guidance. Um, we'll talk about how it's taxed here in a moment, but common examples of cryptocurrency, of course, the most popular is Bitcoin, You've also got other types of uh, cryptocurrencies like um, like Litecoin or Ethereum. So just to give you some common examples. In terms of how it's taxed, the IRS has issued guidance, which started out in 2014, and then they confirmed in their more recent 2019 guidance that cryptocurrency is to be treated as property for federal tax purposes. So outside of a retirement account, what that means is that any gains or income on the sale of cryptocurrency is gonna be subject to capital gains tax rates. So that could be short-term or long-term as applicable. Inside of a retirement account, those gains are gonna be tax deferred. So it's just like if you were to have, you know, real estate in your solo 401k and you sold it, those gains are tax deferred or maybe even tax free if you're investing via Roth solo 401k. Now, one possible exception here is that if your solo 401k funds are investing in mining cryptocurrency as opposed to trading it, the income that's generated could be subject to unrelated business income tax if the mining is, is considered an active trade or business. So that's something that you would want to investigate further with your tax advisor to see how that might apply to you. 
Now let's go over the, a high level of the steps to invest solo 401k funds in cryptocurrencies. So step number one would be, of course, to open a solo 401k. So you, in order to open any type of solo 401k, you need to confirm that you're eligible. So that means that you're self-employed. You don't have any full-time W-2 employees working for you. So you could be a realtor or you're a consultant or maybe a solo one you know, solo attorney with no full-time W-2 employees working for you. Next, you need to have an a IRS approved solo 401k plan, which is gonna allow for alternative investing and specifically cryptocurrency investing. And of course you wanna look for a provider that has experience in helping others invest. Because as you, as you will see, as we go through the remainder of the slides that there are some pitfalls and some special considerations. So it's gonna be good if you working with a provider that has done this before. Once you've opened up a plan, you need to now fund it. So that's step number two. And as we'll talk about in the next slides, generally it's better to open up a bank account for purposes of funding that cryptocurrency exchange account. So you could technically open up a solo 401k brokerage account, like a brokerage account. For example, we have a lot of customers at Fidelity or Schwab, but it, it may be difficult to get the money from that brokerage account over to the cryptocurrency exchange account. So you open up, let's say a bank account, it could be at your local bank in the name of the solo 401k and the EIN of the solo 401k. And then you fund that bank account. You could be making 401k contributions, you could be rolling over money from a former employer plan or a non-Roth IRA. And then step three, now it's time to open and fund an account at a cryptocurrency exchange. So assuming that you're not buying the currency from a, in a private seller transaction, you're going on to the, one of these exchanges where they, people buy and sell cryptocurrency all day long. So that's, for example, your Coinbase, your Gemini, Kraken, those are some uh, common examples. So the key is that you open up that account in the name, in the EIN of the solo 401k. Then you're going to transfer the money from the solo 401k bank account into that cryptocurrency exchange account. Then you buy the cryptocurrency, right? And now it's time to store it. So even for folks that are not using retirement money, there's a lot of, um, there's a school of thought out there that it's better to better to store the currency in cold storage. So you store it, for example, in a wallet. So if you take that approach, you want to make sure that the wallet is separate and segregated from investments that you might be making with non-retirement money. So it's exclusively for solo 401k investments. And then in terms of storing that wallet, you want to store it in a safety deposit box associated with the solo 401k bank account. Another reason that it's good to have a bank account as opposed to a brokerage account. So you can get a safety deposit box associated with that solo 401k bank account. So now let's talk about uh, some practical tips. And before we start off with the practical tips, again, I would encourage you to please ask questions as we go through the slides here. Um, please like this video. Please subscribe for more videos like this. But yeah, please ask questions and we'll answer them as we're going through these slides. So as far as the practical tips, 
just kind of going back through the process, when you're opening the account at the cryptocurrency exchange, again, it's very important that the account is opened up in the name and the EIN of the solo 401k plan. So as part of our establishment process, you would pick the name um, and it's up to you. It's really just two words and the word trust. We would get the EIN number from the IRS, which is specifically for the solo 401k. And one of the important reasons for that is that that cryptocurrency exchange might be doing tax reporting to the IRS. So if that cryptocurrency exchange account is not opened up under the EIN of the solo 401k, let's say it's opened up under your business tax identification number, it's opened up under your social security number, now the cryptocurrency exchange might be reporting income with respect to your social or with respect to your business tax EIN. And of course, you are thinking that you are investing through your 401k on a tax deferred basis. So you're not going to be reporting that income on your personal 1040, or you're not going to be reporting it on your business tax return. So that way there's no confusion. You don't end up getting a letter from the IRS saying, well, we got this, you know, tax report that you had some gains as a cryptocurrency, but we don't see that you reported it. By having that EIN in the name of the solo 401, or by having the account opened up under the EIN for the solo 401k, if the currency exchange does any tax reporting, they're going to do it with respect to the, that EIN number. So since we obtained the EIN number, for a 401k, the IRS understands that this income is inside of a 401k account. So it's tax deferred income. Another good tip when it comes to opening up an account at a cryptocurrency exchange is to open up separate accounts for multiple participants or types of funds. This is very important to keep in mind. So with any type of investment in your solo 401k, if you have say a husband and wife, they're going to have separate sub accounts. If you have pre-tax and Roth money, those funds are kept separate, separate and segregated. So if you have that type of situation, you know, it's not just you investing one type of money, then you want to make sure that you choose a cryptocurrency exchange provider that is going to offer different sub accounts, the ability to have those different sub accounts. And we'll talk about a provider here in a few slides that does allow for that feature. Um, if you are going with a cryptocurrency exchange that, you know, maybe doesn't offer um, an account set up where it can be opened up under the name of a trust or under a name of a 401k, you know, your only path forward may be to set up a brand new LLC, which is a solely owned, which is solely owned by your 401k. So it's a single member LLC owned by your 401k that has its own separate EIN number where you would open up a separate bank account in the name of that LLC because the cryptocurrency exchange might have a process to open up an account for an LLC, but for whatever reason, they just haven't developed a process that can accommodate a retirement trust. So that could be a workaround. Of course, this industry, the cryptocurrency industry is still relatively new. So there's, it's a bit of a moving target. So there are a lot of times new processes that will pop up at different exchanges. So if it's an exchange, that just doesn't have that capability yet. You might have to go the LLC route if you really want to be able to invest through that exchange.
So let's turn to now some practical tips as far as funding the account. So when you're choosing that provider, it's going to be important that you can fund the account at the cryptocurrency exchange with fiat money, meaning, you know, U.S. dollars, because, you know, if you're making an investment with solo 401k funds, that's going to be U.S. dollars, right? So you need to be able to fund that account. Some of these exchanges, they won't allow for funding with fiat money. So they'll, you can only move over maybe other cryptocurrency from another place, but not U.S. dollars. So that's going to be a good tip to keep in mind. Another good tip to keep in mind is how you fund that account. Some exchanges may require that the account is funded via ACH. And this goes back to why it's, why it's oftentimes helpful to have a bank account for your solo 401k as opposed to a brokerage account. Because usually when you, even though there's a lot of brokerage providers that will allow you to open up a brokerage account in the name of the solo 401k, and we prepare those brokerage account opening forms as part of our services, the brokerage firms generally don't allow you to ACH money out of those accounts. So if the cryptocurrency exchange is requiring that the account be funded via ACH and you can't ACH money from a brokerage account, you're going to need a bank account so you can ACH money to fund that cryptocurrency exchange account in the name of your solo 401k. And then another issue is the naming issue. So oftentimes the cryptocurrency exchange, they are focused on the source of the funds. So they want the name on the cryptocurrency exchange account to match the name on the account where the money is coming from. So that's why you usually need to open up that bank account first. It's opened up in the name of the solo 401k. The cryptocurrency exchange account is in the name of the solo 401k. So it's a match. You can ACH money and then the, the transfer will go through. And then if you are but back to the concept of separate accounts, right, for spouses, for pre-tax, for Roth. Now you're talking about multiple transfers. You got to make sure that you got multiple bank accounts, multiple names, so that everything matches up and everything flows through. And I see that we have a question. Thank you so much for asking that question. Please uh, keep them coming. Let's uh, field that question before we proceed with the rest of this slide. So do you offer LLC for a solo 401k? If yes, do you have any information on your website? Yes, we definitely do help a lot of our customers set up an LLC for their solo 401k. It could be for this exact situation. So where we would um, get the LLC set up, we get, the, we get a new EIN number that's separate for that LLC. We would prepare a customized operating agreement which recognizes that that LLC is owned by your solo 401k. So a lot of times that's looked for by, you know, in different contexts. So what I can do is I can put a link to that information in the comments um, after we, this video gets posted, but yeah, we'll share that link. That way folks who are watching this, maybe on a recording can see that also, but that's a great question. So in terms of private transactions, our last section here on the on the practical tips. So a private transaction, what we mean by that here is where you are buying cryptocurrency, but you are not buying it on an exchange. You're buying it just from a private seller, really, or maybe you're selling it just to a private seller. So that's where you want to keep in mind the prohibited transaction rules. So really, is that person a disqualified person? 
So just like any solo 401k transaction, whether you are buying and selling real estate, precious metals, you're buying or buying and selling cryptocurrency, you cannot have a transaction between your solo 401k and a disqualified person. Disqualified persons are going to include people like a spouse, parents, children, you know, those types of individuals. Then another thing to keep in mind here is it's uh, do not combine or tie the transaction um, with non-retirement transactions. So in other words, if you are, say, buying and selling cryptocurrency with a private individual and you want to buy some of the cryptocurrency with your non-retirement money and some with your retirement money, you really need to keep those as totally separate transactions where they're not conditioned on each other. So your ability to, you know, buy cryptocurrency in your own name personally is not tied based on the fact that you're using your retirement money. So you really are making that investment because you think it's the best investment for your 401k. It's just a transaction for your 401k. It's not tied or somehow related to a non-retirement transaction. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for those, that question. Yeah, please keep asking questions. In the meantime, we've got a good sample here, sample setup for, a, for opening up a cryptocurrency exchange account at Gemini. So Gemini uh, is uh, one of the better providers in terms of they do recognize that an account may be opened up in the name of a 401k plan. They've actually called it out on their website. So um, we've had a number of folks that opened up accounts there. The, in terms of the process, we've got a few slides here that goes over it. So you would need to open up an institutional account as opposed to a personal account. And that's how the language that a lot of the uh, exchanges use. They talk about it in terms of institutional accounts. So at Gemini, they have a, a short questionnaire to start the process off. So you submit that questionnaire, then they will follow up with you with their onboarding package. So in that initial questionnaire, you're going to want to make sure you enter the name of the solo 401k plan. There's a drop down menu where it's talking about company type, because again, this is this is an institutional accounts or business accounts. So this could be this, this would be the same application that somebody would use to open up an account in the name of an LLC, for example. So you're going to choose profit sharing, uh, profit sharing, pension, retirement plan, employer sponsored, not individual IRA. So that would be the correct drop down. And then what will happen next is they would, Gemini will contact you, someone from their compliance team to gather the rest of the documents that are needed. So they'll, they will need things like the, an ID, your ID, for the beneficial owners, the authorized signers, including your date of birth, your social security number. So you would enter your information as the trustee and beneficial owner of the solo 401k. They'll want a copy of the trust agreement or certification of trust. So that's going to be included in this in the solo 401k establishment documents that we provide at the beginning of the process. So once you sign up by the next business day, we provide those, those documents that are all pre-filled out. So that's um, documents you'll need to provide the Gemini. You'll need to sign, provide a W-9 form. And this would be completed 
um, really in the name of the trust. You use that EIN number that we would get as part of the establishment process. And we have, we provide services in helping you complete that W-9. We have procedures on our website, et cetera. You're going to need to provide a proof of the source of the, the wealth is what they call it. So where's the money coming from? So that's where you could provide a, a copy of the solo 401k bank account statement to show where that money is coming from. So got another slide here. So in terms of um, more information on Gemini, so they do um, support sub accounts, which is great. Um, you can fund the account with fiat money, so US dollars. They do require that the names match up or if it's gonna be an institutional account, it could be um, one of the beneficial owners provided that they've been expressly authorized to transact on behalf of the account. Their processing time is approximately two weeks. So um, that's the procedure at Gemini. So please, again, let us know if you have any questions. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for taking time to listen. And if you're watching a recording, you can ask questions in the comments. You can contact us at business at mysolo401k.net, or you can call us at 1-800-489-7571. Um, please like this video. Please subscribe for more videos like this. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.